mermaid and the lion mermaid and the lion We go ahead on back. We shall be sorry we be free. free, free, free. Miss Susan Castle, ex-slave, age 78, Athens, Georgia. On a beautiful morning in April, Susan Castle opens the door of her cabin to an interviewer sent by the U.S. government to ask about her life. Aunt Susan. Do you mind if I sit with you a while and talk about your days on the plantation? Yes, ma'am. I don't mind telling what I know. But for that I done forgot, I sure ain't gonna make nothing up. For one thing, I ain't never lived on no plantation. I was a house servant in town. Do you mind me asking you a favor? That is, please don't call me Aunt Susan. Make me feel like I was a hundred years old. Yes, Susan. Please go on with your story. I was born in Clark County. March 7th, 1860. I believe that's what they say. Mother was named Fanny and Pappy's name was Willis. Us chillin' called him Pappy like he's the onlyest one in the world. He first belonged to Marsh Maxwell of Savannah, Georgia. I was so little, I disremembers uh, how Pappy come by the name of Castle. In all the seven of us chillin', I didn't have but one brother, and his name was Johnny. My five sisters was Mary, Lavinia, Rosa, Fanny, and Sarah. All I members about us as children was that us played like children would do. In the quarters, we had us old-timey beds and cheers. But I'll tell you what, I slept most time. It was on a cot right at the foot of Mistress Bed. I stayed at the big house most time at night. And for bedtime, I sat close by Mistress on the footstool she had special for me. All I recollect about my grandma where she belonged to General Thomas R.R. Cobb, and us called him Marsh Thomas. Grandma Susan wouldn't do right, so Marsh Thomas sold her on the block. Us had everything good to eat. Marsh Thomas was a rich man and fed his niggas well. They cooked in a big open fireplace and boiled greens and some of the other vittles in a great big pot that swung on a rack. Meat. Fish and chickens was fried in a grill line what was sat on a flat top trive with slack to let the fire through. They called it trive cause it sat on three legs and hot coals was raked up on it. Whole cakes made out of cornmeal and wheat flour sure was good cooked in that griddle. Potatoes was roasted in the ashes and they cooked bread what they called ash cake in the ashes. Pound cake Fruit cake, light bread, and biscuits was baked in a great big round pot. Only, these weren't as deep as the pots they boiled. 
uh, these was called ovens. Makes me hungry to think about all them good vittles now. I'm sure it does. Did they let y'all have any meat? Oh, yes, ma'am. Us had plenty possums. Pappy used to cut so many sometimes. He just put them in a the box and let us eat them when us got ready. Possums tasted better after they was put up in the box and fat in a while. Us didn't have many rabbits. They weren't as much in style then as they is now. And the style of eating possums like they done in slavery time. That's about over. They eat some some yet, but it ain't stylish no more. Us chillin used to go fishing in Moore's branch. One would stand on one side of the branch with a stick, and one on the other side would rouse the fishes out. When they come to the top and jump up, us would hit them on the head, and the grown folks would cook them. There weren't but one garden, but that had plenty in it for everybody. What did you wear? It sounds like your master treated you well. In summertime, us wore checkered dresses made uh, with low waist and gathered skirts. But in winter, the dresses was made of linsey. Woozy cloth and underclothes was made out of coarse, unbleached cloth. Petticoats had uh, bodice tops and the drawers was made with waist too. Us chillin' didn't know when Sunday come. Our clothes weren't no different from no other day. Us wore coarse, heavy shoes in winter, but in summer, us went splatter by feet. Master Thomas was just as good as he could be. What us knowed of him. Miss Marion, mistress, she wasn't as good to us as Master Thomas, but she was all right too. They had a heap of children. They twin boys died, and the gals is Miss Callie, Miss Sally, uh, a Miss Marion, they called her Miss Birdie, and, uh, and Miss Lucy, uh, that Lucy Cobb Institute was named for. My mother was Miss Lucy's nurse. Mars Thomas had a big fine Melonial house on Prince Avenue with slave quarters in the backyard of his 10-acre lot. He owned most nigh that whole block long now. How many slaves would you say lived on the plantation? Were y'all treated all right? Oh, they had about a hundred slaves, I'm sure. But it was a heap of them. The overseer got them up about five o'clock in the morning and that breakfast show had better be ready by seven or else somebody gonna have to pay for it. They went to their cabins about 10 at night. Marsh was good but he would whoop us if we didn't do right. Miss Marion was always fine and fought with some of us. Jesse was the carriage driver. Carriages were called Phaetons then. They had high seats up front with the driver's side, and the white folks got in the carriage below. Jesse went to the wall with Mark Thomas and was with him when he was killed at Fredericksburg, Virginia. I heard him say one of his men shot him by mistake, but I don't know if that's the truth or not. I do know they sure had a big grand funeral because he is a big man and a general in the war. What about reading in church? Some of the slaves on Marsh Thomas Place knowed how to read. Aunt Vic was one of the readers that read the Bible. 
But most of the niggas didn't have sense enough to learn, so they didn't bother with them. They had a church way downtown for the slaves. It was called Landon's Chapel for Reverend Landon, a white man that preached there. Us went to Sunday school, too. Aunt Vic read the Bible sometimes then. When us joined the church, they sang Amazing Grace, How Sweet the Sound. Mas Thomas had lots of slaves to die, and they is buried in the colored folks cemetery that was on the river back to Lucas Place. I used to know what they sung at funerals way back yonder, but I can't bring it to mind now. Did any slaves ever run away or try to escape to the north? No, ma'am. None of Moss Thomas niggas ever run away to the north. He was good to his niggas. Seemed like to me, I remembers them patrollers run some of Moss Thomas niggas down and whooped them and put them in jail. Old Moss had to get him out when they didn't show up at roll call the next morning. That's quite something. How do you think that came about? Moss Thomas always put a man or the overseer on a horse or mule when they wanted to send news on a while. He's a big man and had too many slaves to do anything himself. I expect they done then like they does now. Slipped round and got in devilment after the day's work was done. Moss Thomas was always having swell, elegant doings at the big house. The slaves, what was house servants, didn't have no time off. Only after dinner on Sundays. Can you tell me more about your master and the plantation? Anything that comes to mind, like the holidays? Christmas was something else. Us show had a good time then. They ate the chillin's china dolls, sent great sacks of apples, oranges, and candy, cake, and everything good out to the quarters. At night, and during Christmas, us had parties, and there's always some nigger ready to pick the banjo. Mas Thomas always get his legs a little tidy, too. But when they was having their fun and they got too loud, he sure would call them down. I was always glad to see Christmas come. On New Year's Day, the dinner had big dinners and invited all the highfalutin rich folk. My mother went to the corn shuckings off the plantations, but I was too little to go. Yes, ma'am. Us sure did dance and sing funny songs way back in them days. Us children used to play Miss Mary Jane, and us would pat our hands and walk on broom grass. Well, that sure sounds fun. Tell me, do you have any superstitions? I don't know nothing about charms. They used to tell the children that when the old folks died, they turned to witches. I ain't never seen no ghosts, but I sure has felt them. They made the rabbits jump over my grave, had me feeling right cold and clammy. Mother used to sing to Miss Lucy to get her to sleep, but I don't remember the song. That's too bad. Do you happen to remember how slaves were treated when they were sick? Massa was mighty good to his slaves when they got sick. He always sent for Dr. Crawford Long. He was the doctor for the white folks, and Moss had him for the slaves. My mother said she prayed to the Lord not to let niggas be slaves all their lives, and sure enough, the Yankees come and freed us. What happened after you learned about your freedom? 
Some of the slaves shouted and hollered for joy when Miss Marion called us together and said us was free and weren't slaves no more. Most of them went right out and left her and hired out to make money for they sell. I stayed on with my mother and she stayed on with Miss Marion. Miss Marion gave her a home on Hull Street because mother was always faithful and didn't ever leave her. After Miss Marion died, Mother worked for Miss Marion's daughter, Miss Callie Hull in Atlanta. Then Miss Callie died, and Mother come on back to Athens. About 10 years ago, she died. I worked for Miss Burns on Jackson Street a long time, but she wasn't no rich lady like the Cobb. The last family I worked for was Dr. Hill. I nursed till after the children got too big for that. And then I did the washing till this misery got in my limbs. Overall, what do you think about freedom? What does I think about freedom? I think it's best to be free. Because you can do pretty well as you please. But in slavery time, if the niggas had to behave and minded their master and mistresses, they wouldn't have had such a hard time. Mr. Teff Davis posed freedom, but Mr. Abraham Lincoln freed her, and he was all right. Booker Washington was a great man and done all he knowed how to make something out of his race. Indeed. I know you said you weren't very superstitious. How do you feel about church and religion? The reason I joined the church was that the Lord converted me. He is our guide. I think people ought to be religious and do good. Let that light shine, because that's the safest way to go to heaven. On that, I agree. Is that all you want to ask me? Well, I guess it is. Well, I sure enjoyed talking to you. I hopes I didn't talk loud enough for them other niggas to hear me, because if you open your mouth, they sure going to tell it. Yes, ma'am. I was too old to work now, and I was thankful for the old age pension. If it weren't for that, since this misery took up with me, I would like them burnt up. I sure would. Well, thank you for your time. It was nice talking to you also. Goodbye, mistress. Thank you for listening to Mind of a Slave. Please do not forget to tell your friends, rate five stars and review, Sign up for our text messages and leave a donation to help the continuation of this project. Miss Susan Castle was played by Miss Ebony Ellington. The interviewer was played by Aaron, the voice artist. Thank you again, and each day do what you can to break free of mental slavery. <laughs>